Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Is it too late now to say sorry? Because I'm... not too late to bench Patrick Mahomes. Welcome to a rare, all three of our teams got their ass whooped edition of Sorry Willow Football, the only show that actively hates the sport that it covers. I'm your host and Eagles hater, Daniel Hardigan. Uh, went to the game this weekend, guys. Wouldn't recommend paying money to see that team. Uh, with us as always, Chiefs fan, Danny Solomon. Danny, are the Chiefs dead? Uh, I can't really speculate on that. As you know, I'm a Bengals fan. But it's definitely concerning in Kansas City right now. Those people should be really worried about their team going forward. Uh, also, as always, we have Washington football team fan Jamel Johnson. Jamel, are you fully tightening up at this point? Is it tighten up time? Bro, yeah, the Titans didn't lose. Your, I'm like, three of our teams lost. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, lastly, joining, joining the show today, we have a comedian, author, podcaster, Browns fan, we got Dan Wilbur. What's up, Dan? Hey, this is just great to be here. My team won once hey, this week. Yes, my, me and my th- three favorite Dan's. Yes. Yeah. I'm Dan. one of your favorite Dan's? Absolutely. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> you guys got to step it up, I think. <laughs> I already made it. Yeah, right Sweating underneath uh, Danny Terrio from uh, Solid Gold. Wow. That's oh, a good pull. God. Dan, how did you become a Browns fan? Is that just something that you were born into, or did you, did you decide that? I think that's the only way you become a Browns fan. I was alive when they sold the team to Baltimore, so there was a chance I, you know, I'd be a Packers fan today if they never came back. So uh, I, just picked, I just picked a spot on the map that was near Cleveland that wasn't Cincinnati. Do you and, think that uh, there's like some kind of a sliding doors situation where like you'd be a lot more <laughs> happier and successful had you become oh, a Packers yes. fan? Yes, yes, for sure. I don't know. I was a kid, so I was like, I I like the ones that are in the Super Bowl. I like the winners. I don't want any more losers in my life leaving town with their tail between their legs because a billionaire changed his mind about some stuff. But anyway, yeah, I uh, I was born into it. It's um, it's not pretty. It's uh, it's a long, storied history of just being disappointed, and that's pretty much where my life, you know, that's an everyday <laughs> thing for me. So that's origin story. Yeah, that's my origin story. Yeah, what if a Batman villain was just had chronic depression? Yeah, you got. <laughs> that's what we're after. You got bit by a nuclear Bernie Kosar, and now oh, no. your life sucks. <laughs> Oh man, met him. Met him in line at a grocery store, but uh, but I was a baby, so it didn't count. Yeah, and my mom said, "Will you sign this baby?" That's what happened. 
And Brent now Kozar he, signed and, your body? Yeah, that's yeah, why he signed my fire. Yeah. Signed my little baby tits. I think you're over Danny Terrio now. I think you might be my number four Dan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. I want to know who these other Dans are. Uh, hey, let's uh, don't reveal that yet, Dan, uh, Jamel. Let's uh, <laughs> let's start the show. Uh, every week we start by talking about what we hated about watching football the week before. Um, you know, it's an exercise in self-harm. We don't know why we do it, but we can't help ourselves. Danny, what'd you hate about watching football this week? Oh, you know, the spotlight. That's what I want to say is whenever someone shows true talent in this world, America loves to train the white hot spotlight of their expectations on that person just to see if they'll break. It's a game to us. We love it. America is a land where everyone wants to be famous. So every unsuccessful loser out there thinks that if they got the opportunity that the more successful person on TV or in the NFL had, that they would somehow be better at it. And their resentment and self-loathing is the wattage that powers the spotlight. So I'm just going to say it. Patrick Mahomes is the princess die of our time. Wow. That's, it's out there. We as fans and all of sports media, we built him up to insane heights. We followed him around. We put him in all our ads. We got our spotlight trained on him from every angle. And so every other game now this season is in prime time. Every team plays us like it's their Super Bowl. So when the Chiefs start, team starts underperforming around Patrick Mahomes and he starts taking sacks and throwing ducks on the field, America sees a better opportunity in tearing him down. And now look, our beloved Pat Mahomes is wrapped around a pole on the highway and you fucking people couldn't be happier, could you? They're they're just three and four, man. Another beautiful soul destroyed, Jamel. And it's on to the next (laughs) one, isn't it? So good luck, Josh (laughs) Allen or Derrick Henry or whatever new messiah you decide to anoint after this week. The spotlight's on you now and the clock is ticking. I hope you at least... Get a Super Bowl out of it. I just like that you ran a, a mile past Brett Favre. He's not Brett Favre. He's Princess Diana. Damn right. Brett Favre showed his dick. He earned the spotlight he was given. He went He went in front of those cameras, proclaimed he was the best. He had that Wrangler jeans swagger. He was trying yeah. to get caught. And so he did, and he earned... The scorn that he received, and now he's an old drunk living in Mississippi. Patrick Mahomes is a young, beautiful man, and we did what we always do to those people. We try to destroy them because we want what they have. Prove me wrong. I don't think I can. Meme me in in that in that photo of the guy in front of the college with the with the fold tape folding table. Prove me wrong. You know the meme I'm talking about. You mean Crowder? No, I do. That one meme. Mr. Louder with Crowder? (laughs) Yeah, I do think it's a conservative meme Danny is referring to, which is, uh, (laughs) I guess. Those those folks are being torn down unfairly, too. I was going to say, you you do seem angry, so. (laughs) Uh, Danny, I mean. You're not, look, you're absolutely right. And uh, I'm sorry that you've been under that bright light for the last few years. And it's starting to burn a little bit. I understand it's starting to sweat. We can see the pit sweat. Um, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I, I, it's not me. As I said, Bengals. Mm. 
Rest okay. of the season. True. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Uh, Dan Wilbur, what'd you hate about watching football this week? Well, the thing that happened to me was I got stuck watching Thursday night football. And I don't know how you guys feel, but uh, Thursday is when I do stuff. I have work and yeah. uh, and then there's shows or or I went out. So I had to listen to it on the radio, mm-hmm. uh, which is actually the radio is great because it's like hearing someone read a novel about a football game just like really fast. They're like, ah, and he caught it in the end zone and cradles it like a baby. Like there's like a lot of... Uh, really fast paced, exciting sounds. I don't know if I really visualized the game very well. I was driving in a car. So mostly what I remember of this week's game was everyone was injured. We won anyway. And, uh, and you know, and someone had uh, a Trump flag on their car. That's, that's what I remember about this week's game. And captain and then on plunged his harpoon into the great (laughs) beast. Yes, it w- it was um it was like that. They described the colors of the uniform. It's like that's I think I'm going to listen to that from now on instead of watching it on TV. Fewer um fewer uh, uh Jake from State Farm ads, you know, yeah. which is what I'm always looking for. Almost zero. And almost zero. It's just a lot of um actually this one was brought to you by Barbasol, which I can't mm-hmm. imagine them paying. I don't I don't think Barbasol has the money to get on TV. So so you get to you get to skip the Popeyes jingle and just hear about Barbasol, <laughs> a a shaving cream I only know from Jurassic Park. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only time I've seen it. And uh, yeah, so I listened to it on the radio, and then on Sunday I had nothing to do. So that's the thing that uh, sucked for me. Well, there's uh, more listening football. listening to Raiders games is the best because the station they play it on, they play music during the day. It's old school hip hop. Sundays they play the Raiders. And then after the game, there's a man named Art LeBeau. This old guy, you know Art LeBeau? Anybody heard of Art LeBeau? Art LeBeau is this old radio DJ. I assume he's still alive and these are not pre-recorded, but he's doing like love dedications from people in prison. (laughs) And you can tell the people are in prison because of what the callers say. I'd like to dedicate this next song uh, to my baby Derek. I uh, can't wait to see you. I'll see you in a couple weeks, baby. It's like, why aren't you? <laughs> what's the t- what's that time about? <laughs> oh, I'd like to say what's up. Uh, I want to send a love dedication to my baby girl, Lucinda. Don't forget, we're getting married soon. <laughs> uh, Lucinda forgot? You got to break up with your toilet boyfriend. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's watched any prison shit lately there's a lot of toilet dating going on a conjugal visit <laughs> people yeah. no people literally talking through the toilet all you need oh, to others yeah you need oh, okay. you need a used toilet paper tube wow. that you stick into the toilet when once you flush it you have a perfect communication device to the people on the lower floors do you think oh, somebody was just for like the- a for a couple seconds or like now man is it flushed they're dating it's two people talking with a phone that they created out of the piping in the prison wow wow and, you know things get a little they get real yeah announcing the browns game through a toilet sounds just about right <laughs> uh also did they describe on the radio broadcast how animated baker mayfield was he seemed like oh, he no. should be on the field he was jumping and high-fiving and doing like team celebrations with the guys like 
you know, I'm sure he begged to play, but he did not like tone no, it down. It, no, at one point they gave me a good, uh, he caught the ball. It was in the end zone. And then he ran into a photographer. He's checking <laughs> if she's okay. And I was like, Oh my God. And then they moved on and then they came back and they were like, we just want you to let you know, uh, photographer's okay she's okay <laughs> like very nervous for a couple minutes but no it was mostly about the fact that that uh that everybody's out like the chub is out and baker's out and it was just everybody's getting injured and and then we still won so take that america case murder was the case keenum <laughs> that they keenum yes. sure did <laughs> Now, what are your feelings as a Browns fan? Just real quick, I know we got to move on. But what are your feelings about Baker Mayfield? Let's go in three words. Too many ads. <laughs> He's in too many ads. Give some love to the SAG employees. Uh, employees. Me. Let me be in an ad. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> I like that uh, you brought this back because we have the Patrick Mahomeses and then we have the people who want to be Patrick Mahomes. Be careful, be careful what you wish for, Baker. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that, that that resonated with you guys. I was worried that was just for like local Browns fans, but, but I think Baker's got that national advertising money and he needs it, you know? Being in the NFL, that's a starting quarterback. It's not enough money. Anyway, Jamel, I like him. I like him. I he's he's great. He's a great football player. <laughs> he's very likable. That that's the. Is he listening to this? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yes. Baker, Let's I'm sorry. Yeah. He's one of our 250 subscribers. <laughs> I, I think we've topped 300. Hey, well, I know who 299 was. <laughs> Jamel, what'd you hate about watching football this week? Uh, I hated. The double standard that football provides us. I was watching the games and the new AWS Next Gen Stats ad. Someone used the term Spider Y2 Banana. Now, who <laughs> says Spider Y2 Banana? The most canceled man in America, John fucking Gruden. And if I had to take my R. Kelly CD out of my 1988. Lexus, then <laughs> fuck that. You don't get to say Spider Y2 Banana on TV no more. We don't do that. Wow. Honorable mention to uh, car companies trying to advertise to women. They're, I don't know. Do they think the women are going to like these ads? Have you guys seen the, the Buick Enclave ad? It's a woman... The premise of this ad is um, it's uh, it's one woman, but it's her four personalities are all together in this. I have enclave. seen this. Yeah. Terrible yeah. start. You're so you're so now every woman in America is bipolar. Sick. <laughs> That's how you're opening the ad, and it's just she's just like, oh my god, that yoga class was so hard. Oh god, oh man. I, I hate parallel parking. Me too. And then they all say me too. I, what type of shit is this? Is this supposed to make women feel good and want to buy Buicks? You don't think any of them can park a car and they're all crazy. That's the premise of your Buick ad. They're trying to advertise more to women 
because of how many people in the NFL are being canceled. So they need the ads to try to pull some women back because women are not going to be able to, as much as we are, are going to be able to separate the art from the artist. They want, they want the bad guys gone and they want to bring more women in and they want the respect that women like football, which they do. But, no, the, they but do. we need to get rid of our shit first. We need to get rid of Spider Y2 Banana. We need to make sure everybody who's punched their wife in the pregnant belly is gone. <laughs> and then they can fully be a part of the enjoyment that we men have. I think that's the message. If I if if I can speak for Buick in this moment. Yeah. <laughs> I really you. like to I like to see uh, Brie Larson having fun in a car, so I'm guessing that's for men. Yeah, just uh, I think just, it is. Uh, just thought I'd throw it out there that I, <laughs> I don't know how any woman feels about about a woman shouting "Me too" in a car <laughs> commercial, but um, they might they might like it. It's a- more than I'm enjoying Captain Marvel. Uh, just just really just, just really going for it. Floor in the floor in the thing, whatever it yeah. is. It is funny to have a multi, uh, a, like a bipolar woman saying "me too." I think there's also a deep a message. I'm saying, there. yo, Man. I'm like, are you? Who is this? Who exactly is this ad for? You're right. I don't feel good. I wish it was more like the movie, the movie Multiplicity, where one of them was real dumb. Okay, you guys remember this 1996 yeah, of film? Absolutely. Of course, are you kidding? That's the, the show is Just based on the movie. The one woman's like, uh, parallel parking's hard, and so is the rest of driving. I spilled my iced coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Woo. So close to what actually happened. Yep. Uh, Okay. Uh, Quickly, I will let you know what I hated about uh, football this week. I attended a professional football game uh, this weekend. I went to Las Vegas. (laughs) I saw the Raiders-Eagles game. And uh, I was shocked by what I saw, to be honest. And I shouldn't have been, but I was. Um, the stadium was beautiful. I, I should say that. Uh, it's, you know, it, it is cutting edge. It's got everything you'd want out of a new stadium. But what, but the professional football experience feels frozen in time. It, it, was, it feels like 1993 in there. All they play are Billy Joel songs. And then it's Back in Black <laughs> and Sweet Child of Mine. And it's all 55-year-old guys. I was the youngest person there by 20 years. Maybe that's true. I don't know. But it felt that way. Contrast that with the way the NFL is presenting itself, where they are trying to position themselves as this progressive league uh, online and through their, uh, you know, through their media. It's just all, we want to bring everybody in. And we're doing the right things. And we're getting out the junk. But if you go to a game, that is not what's happening. The junk is all there. <laughs> oh, it is. I saw uh, Darth Vader's screaming every obscenity you could. There were skeletons and demons and gorillas and uh, ra- Raider jokers. It, it It's just a circus, man. And I know it's close to Halloween and it's Las Vegas, but uh, holy shit, that was a... And it's all older people dressing up like this. I have to... This I, I cannot stress enough. This is all fifty-five-year-old men. It yeah. is. <laughs> How many old men did you see wish death upon a football player? 
Oh, at least in my section, all of them. I mean, the, you know, <laughs> you've probably heard this when people are watching it where the guy's about to sack the quarterback and they scream, kill him. That was kind of like the chant, just kill him, kill him, fucking snap his neck. And like, it's like they're in their own living room, but there's still no governor switch on uh, the 55-year-old man. It, it's it's weird because people, my my sister and I, we're, the, we're just silent. We have nothing to say. I'm observing a sport. I don't need to let people know my inner monologue for three straight hours, but everybody else does. They got a lot my, of stuff to say. My, yeah, they, the rest of my family of was yelling as well. The, the older members, I mean, that's just what they, they those people do. So there's a generational divide. I went to the Oregon-UCLA game on Saturday. I don't know why I went to so much football this weekend. Not a normal thing that I do, but I did. That's all kids. I know it's a college game, but that's they're playing music from the 2010s, and they have student sections, and they have a tailgate, and it and it just felt like um, you know just a more lively environment. There's an uh, air of people who have experienced fucking in the last decade. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They're not That's taking all way. their aggression out on yeah. this one yeah. scream. They don't yeah. need to threaten. Uh, they don't need to threaten <laughs> somebody with impalement on their spiked <laughs> shoulder pads. I saw multiple uh, Trump forty-five Raiders jerseys. Sure. Just the number forty-five Trump, and I mean, it's to be expected. But also, uh, multiple was the the surprising part. I guess that there are a lot of people who decided to go ahead and make that move. Bro, I'd be pissed if I saw somebody else in my Trump Raiders jersey. I know. You thought you were so clever. You weren't. <laughs> Everyone's doing it. It's real and- so funny to think that, like, you know how, like, you watch, like, the nightly news, and they're always like, you know, these politicians, they forgot about the older generation. These people have something to say, and all they have to say is kill him. Kill Jalen Hurts. <laughs> That's all they have to say. I want him fucking dead. And if, Biden just, the, if Biden's agenda is just kill Jalen Hurts in 2024, I think he gets rural America back. I know. Yeah, man. It, I think that's why that uh, when uh, Trump went against football and whenever that year was, it was such a touchstone moment because it was so confusing for the people that, in that age bracket. What do we do? Who do we follow at this point? It really mattered more than I understand. Now I understand a little bit more just seeing it. It's a crazy place. It sounds like it is the alternate universe that would exist if the events of the Joker movie were real. If that had actually happened where there was a revolution of Joker types behind a real Joker in the late 70s, that's the world we would be living in today. Um, yeah, man. It's, it, you just kind of forget. You haven't, I haven't been to a big event like that in a long time. To, you, you forget that people just need to scream noises like a lot and not just in cheering ways they're getting out they're working through some shit uh and it was it was fascinating to watch uh but also if we would have won would i feel differently i don't know it was a miserable experience we got our asses kicked so that part sucked you guys Uh, win by 20 and you're like it was great lovely people (laughs) (laughs) uh okay moving on uh the trade deadline is coming up in the nfl uh, Danny and I were talking uh, before the show uh, just about real life trades, you know, may, or maybe there's some trades you want to see happen in the NFL. Maybe there's some trades that you could kind of make happen uh, in your everyday life. Uh, Danny, do you want to tell us your trade and explain 
this game. As always, I will cover up for your intro to the game by just That's saying the game, is, to <laughs> the game is just a trade you'd like to see. Could be anything. And just to get the ball rolling on how wacky this can get, I will start us off by saying, at this point, I, Danny Solomon, am willing to trade all 10 of the Chiefs' remaining games, which means they'll shut it down rest of season, we'll tank, we forfeit, we go 3-14, and 14, blank screen when the Chiefs are supposed to be playing. I will forfeit those games. I will trade them away for 10 extra episodes of Succession. Oh. <laughs> I'm willing to do that right now, HBO. I would much rather watch the Roys ride in helicopters and power play each other than a bunch of mediocre teams converting third and 15 screen passes on us as we flop around on our dicks, hoping for a wild card weekend ass kicking. And to be clear, by the way, I'm not doing this. I'm not, I'm not a bitch. I know my marketing position. I'm asking for 10 additional episodes to the 10 that we're getting anyway. So that means that on Sundays, I can watch a 10 a.m. succession that premieres during the programming void that the Chiefs game would leave behind. Then at 7 p.m., there would still be my regularly scheduled succession waiting for what, ha- what happens when your episode of succession is blacked out in your city? I, well, I get these episodes, all right? This tr- I'm getting 10 episodes. You air them when the Chiefs are playing or when they should have been playing. There isn't one week where you're like, oh, Succession isn't on. That's a fucking infomercial for a fucking copper pan. I guess in week 12, I believe it is. In week 12, Succession gets a bye week. So that week, okay. we'll not get a new Succession. It'll give the writers some time to speedily put together a, a narrative for that uh, next week. You have, to do one of those, you have to do one of those shows where like three comedians talk about the show. It'll be yeah. a Chris Hardwick-hosted uh, talking commentary. Yeah. yeah, talking Succession. Succession talking. In, night in America. And, yeah. and I would be fine with Chris Collinsworth breaking down Succession rather than scolding my team for their <laughs> shitty offense and defense. <laughs> And look, I realize this might be a lopsided deal because the producers would have to create 10 hours of new, immaculately scripted content in less than two months. And all they get is to not have to watch our putrid defense give up 30 points to Daniel Jones. So if they won't accept that, (laughs) then my backup trade would be a simple swap. Just give me Kendall Roy for Cliff Kingsbury. If you look up photos of these two guys, I doubt anyone would be able to tell the difference. And I'd love to see what Kendall does with the cards. He's very forward-thinking. So I'm betting maybe lots of going for it on fourth down, unexpected onside kicks, you know, the new football, the young gun stuff. So Danny, I have one question for you about this. So your Solomon special episodes are airing Sundays at 10 a.m. Is this canon or is this just for you? Are these intermediate? Are these working as a bridge between shows that only you get to see? Or are people going to see these down the road? I'm glad you asked that. For me only, baby. My eyes only. I get the link. You send me the link. I distribute it to whoever I want. There are episodes that would occur in between the two regularly airable episodes. So it's just extra conversations, extra stuff that they're doing that takes place for only me and that I can be privy to. And that when I have conversations about succession with people at parties, and they're like, oh, the nuance of episode six. I'd be like, uh, I believe you mean episode 11. <laughs> <laughs> You're a little behind. There was actually far more to that that you didn't see. Only I saw because I'm a brilliant GM. 
Danny, well, okay, you've you've opened up the floor for all sorts of crazy trades. Uh, Dan, uh, do you got something that you want? Yeah. Like, to, what kind of trade are you you trying to do? Yeah, I uh, I want to trade. This is I just because I'm I'm sure you guys haven't had a lot of Clevelanders come on and talk about it, but uh, I'm a big fan of the choice to change the name of the baseball team in Cleveland to the Guardians um, because it's <laughs> it's a bridge I passed by every day in for my entire life because we lived downtown uh, and I just never even saw them, had no idea what the history was. And I feel like everybody in Cleveland feels the same way. And so as much as I'm, I'm glad that it's not the most racist logo, wasn't the most racist name, but it was the most racist, racist logo ever by, by, by a long shot. And they got rid of that first. So to their credit, they were self-aware enough that they were like, yeah, this guy, this has to go. Um, but I, I have been wishing ever since they announced that they had picked something more Cleveland than that. Just so for me, I wanted to call them uh, the Cleveland P cars. Just American Splendor, uh, fam- the most famous Clevelander, Harvey Picar, who hosted a show on NPR about old jazz records he had <laughs> and that he picked up at garage sales. He lived a very sad life. I think he was married like three times. Um, and then, you know, just something. So he's the the Cleveland Picars, and uh, and the logo is just, you know, someone aggressively panhandling outside the West side market there on 25th street. Just, just a lot of like, or just like a guy feeding bread to ducks, but he ran out of bread. <laughs> so he's just like throwing salt. At him. Jeez. Oh, salt? Know, just, just, uh, just something sad because Cleveland's a weird place and it doesn't get enough credit for how weird it is. And the fact that they picked something downtown is dumb because everybody who goes to those games is from the suburbs and they don't know just how weird it is. Downtown. So is this we need a little more downtown vibe? Is this you trading the Browns name for the P cars? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Or the Guardians? I'm sorry. This is the Guardians. Got it. The Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland baseball. I just wanted to bring up baseball on your NFL podcast. Yeah. Sorry he loves baseball, I- Danny. <laughs> Look, let's just cut that. The NFL. We'll just cut yeah. that. We'll replace it with the correct football thing and <laughs> Ready to roll. I'll never have any, even if the Browns go to the Super Bowl, I will still never like believe it because they left me for years in the lurch. I'll never have a good relationship with the Browns and I'm happy. There's a, there's a great trade for a Cleveland Browns mascot is a, is a a disappeared dad. (laughs) A dad who isn't there. Yeah, that's the stuff. There we go. Yeah, I mean, I think about Cleveland. Cleveland's got uh, bone thugs. You got uh, uh, big, yeah, big salt mines. <laughs> salt. <laughs> I think it's from the, it's not a mine. Bone thugs so also over there not, by the river. Not the group, not the R&B <laughs> no. group. Actual yeah. thugs that steal your bones is what <laughs> yes. you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, you know, everybody wanted the burning rivers. There's just so many things you could have done that really speak to Clevelanders. And instead we were like, I don't know. I want to ask statues. Well, I, I have all you guys here. Jamel, you were first. The Washington football team stripped mm. their name. Yes. Then Dan, your team went to the guardians. Danny, we're all looking at you. What's going on with the chiefs? 
again, uh, <laughs> not uh, uh, particularly aligned with the Kansas City Chiefs, but if I were, I would just say I feel like the Chiefs are just on this side of not evil. Very, very slightly. Because without the logo, the imagery, the arrowheads and whatnot, you wouldn't even know we were necessarily talking about tribal Native American chiefs. You know, you could be talking about the chief uh, operating officer of a company. You know, you could be talking about, talking about the chief yeah. master chief yeah, like, from Halo. Like when the, when a dude at your bodega is like, yo, chief. Yo, chief. Yeah. That's what you Greeting a He's stranger. Yeah. So many different types the of strangers chiefs. that whose names I can't remember. Chiefs. So you know, okay. if we're willing to let Dave Chappelle do what he wants to do, I think the Chiefs are kind of <laughs> right on that side of of being good with history. That's fair. Look, Danny, yeah. I, I, I'm not trying to take it away from you. I'm saying uh, it's it's a possibility, and oh, I was I just preparing you for it because it might. I don't think it's soon or, or, or maybe ever, but uh, it's possible. Uh, Jamel. Look- you got a trade for us? Yes, I do. Uh, I'm kind of in Dan's vibe. Um, the sport of football could do without it. <laughs> and I'm trading football entirely for the WNBA. Mm. We knew want, this was coming. You know, you knew it was. I want to see Sunday filled with below the rim female basketball action. A bunch of rabid 58-year-old men screaming, kill Candace Parker. (laughs) I want it all. And then football is just relegated. The Rams have to play in the back of the convention center. (laughs) Nobody knows it's happening. In fact, you get laughed at if you know it. (laughs) You you watch the Rams? I guess, dude. I guess that's what people are like. Football sucks. They hit too hard. (laughs) Stuff like this is getting said on Twitter all the time. ESPN. That is what I want. ESPN changes changes their segment to come on, woman. Yeah. Come chill out, girl. <laughs> come on, it's Randy girl. Randy Moss still. Yeah. And it's still Randy Moss. Would it's be still amazing. Randy. Come on. I'm getting drunk before a Phoenix Mercury LA Spark showdown. People grilling meats. Impossible meets. I think. Well, yeah, the, you know, yeah. In general, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's a plant based. The, the more plant based. The sapphic vibe. But yeah. So you want the notoriety and the attention that the yeah. NFL currently has, and the toxic shifted. fandom. I want the toxic okay. energy as well. <laughs> I want it all. I want people to lose their mind. I want Brittany Griner blows a layup, and I want. 10,000 people in her DMs like, I'm going to kill you, bitch. As opposed to just 1,000 guys, now it's 100,000 guys. And they're like, I'm going to fucking kill you, bitch. How dare you blow this game? I love the Phoenix Mercury so much. You're a disgrace. And she's just scrolling through it like, ah, we made it. God damn. You know what I'm saying? At least I'm making $100 million. Yeah. It would be fun. Hardigan, well, I've heard a lot about your trade, so I'm I feel like I'm introing you. Okay. But I know well, you I set say, this up on previous conversations like this was gonna be good. I was just gonna say Mark Davis is the man who can bridge the gap for you because he owns the Vega the, the Vegas Raiders and he owns the Vegas Aces. That's the guy who can you gotta talk to, Jamel. But okay. Um 
Well, first, you know, can we trade the, the Colt for the Colts QB? Can we get him on the Eagles? Kind of like the way he's playing. But no, that's not what I want to do. Ouch. Danny, I have, I have a trade that's going to shake up the way we do business here in America. That's what I'm talking um, about. And I, I'm really going to need to see where you guys land on this. But uh, what I want to do, <clears throat> I want to trade ranch for ketchup. Oh. Ketchup is the dominant condiment in America. It's available everywhere. I went to multiple stadiums this past weekend. It's in fucking 50-gallon jugs that will pump when you want it. It's everywhere. But I think that ranch deserves the number one spot. I want ketchup demoted and relegated to a background paste that most places just don't have when you want it. They're like, sorry, we don't carry ketchup. Ranch needs to be what ketchup is now. And it's more American it's distinctly American. It's the only I, American thing. It's the only American sauce we have. And I know it's on the rise and it's been doing well, but I think it deserves number one spot. Ketchup is just, it's had it too good for too long. Let's give it yeah. back to where it came from. Send it home. I don't need it. I don't want it. It's weird. You don't even know where ketchup is from, but you know Ranch Hidden Valley. Right here, you, you yeah. know its whole backstory. Right around the corner, and, and absolutely. Ketchup, you're like, go back to where you came from, wherever that is. Pittsburgh, <laughs> right? Isn't that where ketchup is from? Yes. I'm just saying. I was at two stadiums this <laughs> no past weekend. No ranch. The problem no, is no ranch availability. Heinz has the monopoly mm-hmm. in the stadiums, and Heinz does do ranch, but it's bad. Heinz <laughs> ranch ass. <laughs> This, you know, I, I actually, do. I agree that this would change the landscape, especially for us weak-stomached Americans who deal with acid reflux. <laughs> Thank you. Ranch is your solution. It's your condiment. You can't have red shit. You can't have acidic tomatoes. Ranch. I can never find, or honey mustard. We haven't, you didn't really say honey mustard. I'm more I'm willing to mustard. go with that. Ranch too. might be a white guy thing. I didn't want to make it racial, but I'm glad you mentioned honey mustard. I kind of my alternate sauce <laughs> is honey mustard. Is honey mustard as much a black thing as ranch is a white thing? I'm not sure. I think Sprite might be more ours than honey mustard, but Sprite is definitely us. Is that pre-LeBron or did LeBron bring Oh, dude, that's from 92. Because they in 92, Penny. they hired a bunch of rappers to do Sprite ads. Right. And didn't Little Penny kind do Sprite? Of just, yeah, it's been like, yeah, see, Little Penny, um, the Grave Diggers, uh, who else? A see, lot of- <laughs> I think this is because Ranch has had a bad PR team. In the 90s, they were trying to get us to put it on salads. Mm. Ranch is not no. a salad dressing. They Hell lied no. to you for mm. years. It is. Yeah. It is. It is if you go to Cleveland or Kansas City. That's true. Yeah, it is. I guess. I guess I haven't been you know, to a, a Denny's in a while. So, do you know what a Pittsburgh salad is? It's got fries and steak on it, and ranch. Like those are the requirements. Oh, not a, you don't even have to have lettuce in it. You yeah, there's steak and fries. <laughs> there is no salad that exists between the coasts that doesn't include both ranch and ham cubes. <laughs> Them damn ham cubes. Okay, hey, Jamel, I'll give you that ranch might be a white guy thing. But are, are all of us on the same page that we don't need ketchup as much? Yes. I just don't it's need it It's definitely that overrated. It doesn't have the range. Like yeah. ketchup on an onion ring? Shit, it'll make you want to kill yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Put a little buffalo I- sauce into a ranch, into like a little cup of ranch, and you've got, you've got, an, got a versatile condiment for every occasion. Have it in a cup. 
Yeah, oh. I don't want to praise. I don't want to praise Heinz, but have you ever had like when a restaurant has homemade ketchup and it's just Ooh, yeah. complete? It's yeah. like ugh. Well, no one wants what are you doing? And sugar. No yeah, yeah. Don't they make try to this class yourself. Yeah, you don't yeah. have to put truffle oil in the ketchup. Yeah, it's not good. It's mm, not a good. Throw it off. If it's yeah. versus and, like something like mac and cheese, and you're like, yeah, you can't fuck up mac and cheese, but something about ketchup, you can really fuck it up, yeah. and you're like, I don't even want this. And uh, Jamel mentioned this too. He said Heinz, which obviously owns the condiment uh, corner, does make a ranch, but I think they intentionally make it bad so that their Heinz people try the ranch and they're like, I don't even like this. It's bad ranch. <laughs> they have terrible ranch. That makes a ton of sense. They're, they're just trying to get rid of all the tomatoes they bought in 1985. There's yeah. such yeah. a surplus that they're oh, trying to, they're building other products and marketing them just so they can distract people from that altogether and get them back onto ketchup. No, that makes sense to me. Uh, okay. Uh, thanks for humoring that. Uh, Dan, any place, anything you want to plug anywhere we can find you on the interwebs? You can find me on Twitter. It's at Dan Wilbur. And uh, I now have, I have a book out you can get. It's called Never Flirt with Puppy Killers. Hey. It's making fun of other books, and that's pretty much. That's you know, I'm on TikTok too, but I'd rather not anyone found me there. Yo, when did all the don't, old people get on TikTok? Everybody I, I know started, who's old. I'm I'm having a couple good ones. I'm having a moment hey. with the kids, me and the all kids. Right. All right now. Well, TikTok yeah. about our show, please. Oh, I will. Yeah, <laughs> the kids on TikTok were it. over each other and was like, "Let's get some old people in here." <laughs> I'm 34. I mean, I'm not like, you know, I'm on death's get... door here. Oh man, you got that for real. <laughs> I but but you're you're 50 in comedy years. Oh. Of course, of course, that happened five years in, and I read books, so that's an old guy. I have an old. I might as well be fucking 80. Anyway, anyways, oh. uh, check out that TikTok. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Dan Wilber, thank you very much. Yeah, it's a pleasure, guys. NFL Sports Talk Football. Hey, folks. uh, Here's something that's not going to disappoint like our teams do. It's our new sponsor. And you guys are going to love it. Symbol. Sim, S-I-M, Bull, is the stock market for sports that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. On Symbol... You can trade sports teams like stocks, and every time your teams win, you earn cash. Use your sports knowledge on Symbol to buy low, sell high, and earn cash payouts when your teams win. Join the 7,000-plus early adopters who have started to invest in their favorite teams like the Bengals and the Titans, and I guess the Raiders for Dan Hardigan now. Visit www.simbull.com to create a free account and when you deposit make sure to use the promo code sd that's s my d to make sure your deposit is risk free visit https colon forward slash forward slash symbol.com and use the promo code s as in sam d as in dick and your deposit will be risk free that means even if you lose money symbol will refund your initial deposit no questions asked like, what the fuck were you thinking betting on the Jets? Join Symbol, start investing and profiting in your favorite teams. And hey, while we're talking, Spotify Green Room, remember that shit? 
It's the live audio-only sports talk platform. Talk to me, talk to other fans, talk to athletes, insiders, all in real time. Get in on the conversation that you listen to here every day. Share your own experience, share your own takes, and it's your chance to be featured on our podcast, Sorry We Love Football. Download the free Spotify Greenroom app in the iOS app store. Create your profile, link your fucking Twitter, join the fucking SWLF group, and follow me at Danny Solomon with two N's to be notified when my room goes live. You know I love those gems. So join me. We're going live on Spotify Green Room Mondays, 5 p.m. Pacific. Remember that. Spotify Green Room. Hey guys, we're talking about <laughs> trades. That reminds me of our new sponsor, Symbol. It's the sports stock market that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. There are two ways to make money on Symbol. First, every time a team you own wins, you earn a cash win payout. Second, just like the stock market, if you think a team is going to increase in value, you can buy low and sell high for a profit. That's right, folks. More gambling. Use promo code SD to make your first deposit risk-free. Just like the real stock market. That means that even if you lose money or just decide the market isn't for you, Symbol will refund your initial deposit. No questions asked. How about that shit? SD. Symbol. Our new sponsor. We love it. And also, we haven't lost any bit of love for Spotify Green Room. It's still the first in the world live audio-only sports talk platform. You know about how it's free to download. You know about how you can talk to me, Jamel, Dan, other insiders, other athletes, like we're athletes. And it's perfect for watch parties, debates, you can post-game breakdown, you can react to the breaking news like you're fucking Adam Schefter, or share your own personal experiences with football teams on the app. Tell us how the Cleveland Browns have affected your life. And folks, it's free. So start in ongoing conversations with us. We'll watch games. We'll react to the biggest news, the rumors, the games, the takes, the hot takes, the, the mild takes, whatever level of spice you like your takes. You can talk with us. You can talk with other fans. You can join in on conversations with us in our room, the Sorry We Love Football Spotify Green Room Room, Mondays, 5 p.m. Pacific time. Come through, talk with us live. All you need to do is download the Spotify Green Room app in the iOS app store, create your profile, link your fucking Twitter, join the SWLF group, and then we're talking. You follow me, at Danny Solomon with two ends. You follow Jamel, I forget his handle, or Dan, also forgot his. When our room goes live, which as I need to remind you, every single week is Monday, 5 p.m. Pacific. Get at us with your spiciest takes. Sounds picante. Moy. Hey, it's week eight. We're kind of at the halfway point, even though no one knows what the halfway point is anymore. It's week eight and a half. All right. Week eight and a half. We'll just call it that. Danny got to see a secret week. Uh, <laughs> the producers <laughs> made his own episode. I <clears throat> The Ravens and the Raiders are on bye week. Any words about these two teams? Uh, I hate that the Raiders were motivated by their, you know, foul bigot of a coach. Stop hate. I, I just and hate. racism. The Raiders just make me think about the fact that an athlete can be motivated by anything. <laughs> they were sure motivated on uh, Sunday. 
to Aaron Hernandez kills a man. Aaron Hernandez kills a man, and the Patriots are like, you know what? We're gonna do this for us. Like, no, you guys should be fucking sad. You were working with a fucking murderer killer. Why are you better now? I don't like it either. And if that happens to be the AFC Championship game, I will kill myself live on Spotify Green Room. <laughs> Let's go, free. Uh, hey, the the Ravens got their fucking doors blown off too. A lot of blowouts this last week. Uh, somehow the Bengals went into Baltimore and just hey. smacked them. Hey, you called that game, Dan? That was one of the games I did call. I didn't quite win the week. Jamel, hey, who, who won the week? Jamel Ooh. ran away with the week. Uh, Jamel went eleven and two. There were three bye weeks, only thirteen total games. Um, yeah, nicely done, Jamel. Uh, I had I had went nine and four. Danny went eight and five. Yeah, Jamel has spud ahead. Jamel is He's in the lead, back in the hunt, taking the shrimp like right out of my too. mouth. <laughs> yeah, give it, give it here, Jamel. Nicely done, sixty nine and thirty nine. Danny's at sixty seven, thirty seven. I'm at 64 and 43. Soy Law 69 is me. Yeah, dog. I think we have an episode name. Wow. <laughs> Soy Law 69. Uh, hey, Thursday night football. Packers at Cardinals. Really good game. Cardinals are undefeated. The Packers hold receiving cores on the COVID list. We don't know if they're going to play. My sister is going to this game. How did she go to the Vegas game and Bro, this game? What football know. game has your sister not been at? I don't know. Don't she let Aaron. The, don't let Aaron Rodgers cough on her. Yeah, your sister went to a Bishop Sycamore game. <laughs> yeah, may as well have, man. Uh, how are we feeling about this game? I mean, it seems like it's a big one, but you know the Packers' whole team being out kind of fucks with it. But I mean, I still I like the Packers here. Why not? Ouch! That's not going to happen. I just don't see it without Devontae Adams when all the Cardinals are hot and ready to go and they've yeah. got, they've got some of that Texans anger. They couldn't quite take it out on the Texans. It was a little bit of a boring game. I feel like Watt and Hopkins are going to be still a little, they're going to need some satisfaction. They're going to take it out on a pretty shitty Panthers or a Packers defense and a banged up COVID it out Packers offense cards. Yeah, I think I got to go with uh, the Cardinals as well. Um, they're, you know, they're playing at home. They're hot. They haven't lost yet. If the Packers were at full strength, I might say that that was the team. Consider this a gift. I'm giving you guys one back. Thank you. Because you're my friends. Okay, let's go to the Sunday games. We're going uh, Bengals at Jets. Oh, Joe... Burrow. What was what was Biden's slogan? Something about Joe. Uh, go Joe. Go Please, Joe. Don't, don't come here. Don't. Come oh no, here. that's it. Yeah. Stay in your basement or wherever the hell. Uh, hey, Joe Burrow. Nothing like Joe Biden. Joe Burrow's awesome, guys. Uh, and I believed in him, and he got me a victory. So I'm calling him again. Give me the Bengals. Yeah, can't believe Joe Flacco's still alive. Bengals. Ooh, Bengals. Joe Flacco is- has been traded to the Jets. Hilarity ensues. You couldn't have two stupider franchises interacting. You gotta That's, love it. But you're given that you're my Bengals are actually a pretty solid team defensively as well. So I figure <laughs> Joe Flacco fresh off the bench. 
something to prove, which makes him somehow worse as a player. Bengals by 30. I like it. Uh, yeah, Joe on Joe crime right there. Titans at Colts. A resurgent Colts team with a resurgent Carson Wentz. There are whispers of comeback player of the year. It's disgusting. Um, and the Titans good. didn't allow a touchdown to the Chiefs. I don't know how that's even possible. Their defense is not that good. But this is a good game. This is going to be a close-ass game. A classic AFC South showdown. Yep. Where have can I we, seen this movie before? Can we call this Carson Wentz's second Reich? <laughs> Since he is back with Frank Reich for a second oh, time. Oh, I love it. This is so good, Danny. Don't let him have a third time. Don't let him have a third chance, please. Um, uh, I mean, he'll be he'll be a Colt till he dies. That said, I don't believe he's going to win this game. I think Colts are going to focus on Derrick Henry because they're good at stopping the run. But we got a little man named AJ Brown who happens to be on both my fantasy teams, and he's back. Julio I, being back too. Wow, it really mattered. Yeah. Turns out Julio Jones matters when he plays. Mr. Two this for 34 is, yards. I do like the Colts defense. Colts linebackers specifically. Yeah. They got some freaks in the middle of that defense, which is how else you're going to stop Derrick Henry. I can't. This game, goddamn. I need to just jump off a roof. I can't call it because I also love Jonathan Taylor. But I'll tell you what, what I'm saying. I'm saying Colts. Mm. I've seen enough. The Titans are inconsistent. I know they have two huge wins against the Bills and the Chiefs. I mean, you mm. no, I don't know if any other team has two more quality victories than that, even though the Chiefs, we don't know what that means anymore. Terrible. Um, but, damn, I, I love the way the Colts are playing. It's crazy, but I, I'm picking the Colts at home. This is like they need this game to stay alive in this division. So give me the Colts. Uh, Team Titans, just because I hate agreeing with Dan. You gotta love it. Uh, next up, we got Rams at Texans. Rams! Yep. <laughs> Guys, is there any Texans intrigue? What's going on with that team? Do we care? There's nothing nope. to say, right? Rams? What? Just As long as they have Deshaun Watson <clears throat> locked in a fucking tank. Seems like they can see him. him this week. There's a lot of teams sniffing around. Why the Jets? You know what I mean? Why wouldn't Sean? the Jets just do it, man? The Jets just do it. Uh, jeez, man. The Jets just traded for Joe Flacco. They're not doing it. Rams. New York is a great city to be problematic. We're picking the Rams. We're picking okay. the Rams. Okay, Steelers at Browns. The Miles Garrett revenge game. Every single year you get it twice. Mason Rudolph just staring at him from across this, the field. Uh, I loved Mike Tomlin's press conference from this week. He shot down the rumors that he might take the USC job. It was incredible. Um, you know, the Steelers kind of back a little bit. They're, they're not dead at all. And the Browns have Case Keenum playing. Case Keep is good. Mind. Case can Case play. Is, Case, Case is can, okay. Case is good with Stefanski. That that team was the – remember when Case was good that one season with the Vikings? This is that. This <clears throat> is it. Case is in his element. Ben Roethlisberger is is terrified that he has to finish out an entire season of football. Dying in front of the nation, Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. I, I mean, Miles Garrett, he may not be able to beat up on Mason Rudolph, but 
he'll take out whatever anger he has left residually from that night on a just immobile Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, Ben is just slowly rotting before our eyes. It's, it's kind of crazy to watch. Um, I'm picking the Steelers in this game, not because of Ben. I really like their defense, and they get to Case Keenum to feast on. I know you like Case, but this is this is Steelers. Steelers have a great pass yeah. rush. They don't run defend all that well, and that is what that's the a problem do. in Browntown. But you know what? I've been picking the Browns so often, and they have burned me multiple times. I'm going with the Steel Yurtin. And Danny, you're going Browns. Browns, baby. I love it. I love being on an island on these picks. That's what gets you back in the game. It's true. It's true. Here, here's an island. Uh, it's in Detroit. It's called Eagles at Lions. Oh, God. The Eagles have to go into the, the 0-7 buzzsaw that is the Lions. You know how to play about 55 minutes of football, and then they just forget what they're doing, and it's great. Uh, the Eagles are going to lose this game. <laughs> it's going to be great. I'm picking the Lions. Picking the Eagles. It's it's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Pick pick the fucking Eagles. It's Enjoy not that. a good idea. You I guys want to all just let's just all just pick the Lions and just agree to pick the Lions. What? How about that? No. Say what you're going to say. Is that Jamel picking the Lions? Because I will pick I the know. Eagles. I'm ready to be on that island too. If there is an island to be had, because I believe in the Eagles for the very reason that the Lions have not won a game. The Eagles have won two. That makes you guys two games better than the Lions. And if you just want to measure quarterbacks, Goff, Hurts, nobody's worse than Goff. I think everybody, you know, the the Lions, I'm sure the team, they must have felt bad for him. He had to go back to L.A. and lose in front of all his friends and family. That's demoralizing. That's some Garden State shit. Exactly. So it's like they might rally around this guy. They're going to win one game this year. They'll, they have plenty no. of games to picking? be able to win. I picked the Lions four times already this year. Lions. Oh, wow. Yes. Give me those Eagles. Who cares? <clears throat> E-A-G-L-E-S. <laughs> Losers. Now they're going to win. Oh, God. Uh, okay. We get to do Niners at Bears. Oh, my. Uh, Jimmy G just played one a terrible game in the rain, and they're sticking with him. We that's our guy. Why the fuck did you trade your whole future for a quarterback if this is the dude you're gonna stick with when he's playing this bad? I, I don't understand. Well, clearly what doing. Trey Lance isn't ready. Whatever, man. He's not ready. I get it. Just play him anyway. This is fun. I would love to see Trey Lance versus Justin Fields, but you, you they're can't deny play us a guy. Well, yeah, this is. This is the one game, because Justin Fields is also not ready. So it's like, you could play him this week. You could. I like. I mean, I'm taking the Niners here, just for record. You could just write Niners. Wow. You could just write 49ers on that paper for me. Yeah, you could. I'm glad I let you keep talking, because I'm picking the Bears. And if you want to be into the Niners for their running game, I understand that. But the one thing the Bears do well is play defense. And... I don't know if the Niners have a great defense, but it's their defense is okay. If it's yeah, just I don't know what okay, the are. Justin Fields has his first good game. If they're terrible, <laughs> it's a fun defensive struggle that the Bears win 
seven to six. It's possible the Colts are just good and the Niners played pretty well and they just didn't win. Exactly. It's possible. So I'm picking the game. Yeah. The Ninos. Give me the Ninos. Okay, we got Danny going against the grain a few times. On I mean, this day. is really, I mean, the shit is about to get shook up. Yeah, it is. Uh, okay, Panthers at Falcons. The Panthers are free-falling. I love it. It's amazing. <laughs> Sam Darnold sucks. They it is what you've straight. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to pick against them. Don't even need to look at who they're playing. Oh, they're playing the Falcons? Great. Give me the Falcons. Falcons are playing well. I like the Falcons. Yeah. I like Cordero Patterson. And it hasn't let up since I picked him as my quarter season MVP. He's still going strong. He's a thing. I love it. And, you know, you got Kyle Pitts. You got real players. And meanwhile, in Carolina, the coach hates his quarterback and does not trust him to throw one single pass. It's really funny. So give me them... Falcons. Yeah, I'm picking the Falcons too. I can't. I don't trust the Falcons in this game. To be quite honest, this is a perfect chance for the Panthers' defense to stand up and just make everything we've seen stand on its head. But yeah, I'm 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 going Falcons. Falcons. Yeah, I don't I'm trust the Falcons cool. either. But you got to do it. Okay. Uh, you got it. Last early game. Hey, these are all Halloween games, by the way, guys. We didn't mention that. Ooh. This is a Halloween Sunday slate of games. Um, Danny's team gets to avoid that. So <laughs> that's fun, I guess. The terror <laughs> will continue for another day. Uh, <laughs> Dia de los Muertos, I believe, is November 1st. Yeah, the uh, muerto okay, of our at, season. <laughs> dolphins at Bills. Uh, let's just say Bills across the board. Why mm-hmm. we, yep. Why, why would we talk about the Dolphins? Why would we talk about that Tua played okay? Why would, it doesn't matter. The Bills are going to win that game. Okay. Patriots at Chargers. You're going to have every human f- from the Boston area at SoFi Stadium this this weekend. So yeah, avoid that, uh, the region. All, of the, all my guys from Emerson, <laughs> this is your chance. This is your night. Just avoid SoFi uh, Stadium and the surrounding areas if you don't want to deal with uh, mass holes. I mean, this is the Hunter Henry revenge game, mm. but I'm taking the Bidults. Gotta say Bidults. Bidults. You know, it should be a good one. Hey, Mac Jones. He's still Bidults with us. were on a bye this last week, and uh, I saw Justin Herbert at the Oregon game. He was on the sideline. People were screaming his name. They wanted to get his attention. Uh, the duck was hanging out with him. They were high-fiving, dancing and shit. I like how loose he is. The guy is enjoying his shine. And I'm going to go bolts. But the Patriots did just put up 54 points, so they're not slouchy. It's an interesting game because the Patriots are, are running the ball better and the Chargers are actually really bad at defending the run as well as some of these other teams. They're not... They're, you know, people people love to think that the Chargers' defense is great, uh, but they're not, and that could be an issue. Blah 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 blah. I don't like Bill Belichick, so I'm picking the Chargers. And I also oh. think that Mike Williams is the guy that Belichick tries to take out in this game, which makes me really fucking mad because I'm starting him in fantasy. But I know Bill knows he's not going to go after Keenan Allen. He's going to let him. Dump it off to Eckler and Keenan Allen, but he's not going to give up the big Williams. 
I fucking hate that guy. Uh, another 1 p.m. game. Jags at Seahawks. Geno Smith versus Urban Meyer. The matchup America deserves. Yuck. Um, give me the nasty. Jags, I think. Yes. Wow. Jesus, man. Yeah. God. It Where really is. This is. Game? It's in Seattle. Oh, God, I got to go Seahawks here. Have you seen I have no choice. Geno Smith, though, Jamel? Have you seen the 12th man? Huh? I, I hope that 12th man can play quarterback because Geno can't. They're going to let the whole stadium play quarterback. Yeah, I uh, I just really think the Jags are are coming up, and the Seahawks also it's a big theme with my picks, giving up big plays in the run game, and my man James Robinson gonna slice and dice them, and then Trevor Lawrence is gonna put the finishing touch with his beautiful silky locks, and uh, we're all gonna we're all gonna pine for the days of Russell Wilson. Which Look, will never man, come. Sierra is gonna come talk to the team before their last walkthrough. So probably like Thursday night, she's going to come by. She's going to perform one, two step for the Seahawks. And they're going to win. They're going to be charged up. Hawks. What do we have left? We have team at Broncos. Ooh, big one. How much does Jamel hate? The Washington football team. What is this team? I don't know what the fuck they are. I know what the Eagles are. They're trash. I know the Giants are. They're not good. I know. I agree. We do not not have the personnel. Linebackers, trash. DBs, not available. Running back, hurt. Quarterback, racist. Give me the team. You just said the quarterback's racist. They're going to win. Yeah, I agree. Denver, a great city to be racist in. Give me the football team. <laughs> oh, baby. I'm loving this. Put me on Denver Island. Mile High Island. Are you going to go up 10? Are you going to go? It's possible. Okay. I, I think some of this will even out. I'm really second-guessing my Bears pick, but that said, I'm going to get that. I'm fine with keeping it because I'm getting this one back. The Broncos yeah. will win because there's nothing the team does well. No, there's not. Nope, not a single thing. <laughs> They're really bad. Uh, hey, can I interest you in uh, the words that every girl wants to hear? Jameis Winston revenge game. Bucks at Saints. Ooh, it's going to be a spooky Sunday. Yes, it is. Bucks at Saints. Guess what I'm saying? Saints. Wow. Bucks. Because I'm going, I'm going spooky. You I'm love to be wrong. Is- you're yeah, you I thank you for hosting this show, Dan. The Bucks are winning this game. Tom Brady is gonna <laughs> shove some fat crab legs down Jameis's gullet. Show is. That he stole. <laughs> and, uh, and got away with because he's a cool yeah. he's a he's a handsome white man. He walked out of the grocery store with him in his hands like this. Like the fucking UNICEF logo. Uh I like the Saints in this game. They I mean, it's in New Orleans. They couldn't play worse than they just played on Monday Night Football. Quick turnaround time. Jameis Winston revenge. I'm willing to make a side bet that they do play worse than they played on Monday Night Football. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll talk about that. Uh, Sunday Night Football. Cowboys at Vikings. If you thought Halloween was scary before, 
Kirk Cousins in primetime, baby. Look at that stat line. He's, I think, 1-11 one in, one in or some shit like that. He did get the the one win, I think, recently. But he was well, over. Most of those were with the football team, yes. which isn't all his fault. Organizational issues there. You know? Oh, wow. Well, he damn, he was 0-9, and last year he won one. So he's 1-9 now. Precisely. Both these so, teams I'm- are capable of a shootout game i don't know if it will be a shootout because every every time this season you think two player two teams are just going to go bombs away on each other they don't for some reason it's very irritating but uh i think the cowboys are the clear and obvious better team coming off their bye right yeah yeah no you're right it's the boys the boys are hot they they don't they don't blow games anymore they don't. Uh, they don't let Zeke uh, shoot them in the foot anymore. It's they're good and it sucks. And I'm picking the Cowboys again. I'm picking the Vikings. Dan is giving up because I hate the Cowboys. I, I will never. You just pick can't. The yeah, it's I wrong. Can't. It's wrong. I got gotcha. you. Unless they're playing the Jets or some shit. But <clears throat> okay, Monday Night Football, Arrowhead Stadium. Giants at Chiefs. Danny, is there a chance that this team gets some booze early on? I think everybody's kind of settled into an, to a, a, just an ennui about the team that we realize not only are we not a, football, uh, a, a Super Bowl team, we might not be a playoff team either, and that it's going to be a long road back to where we were and that we may never get there. And that's very depressing, but in Kansas City, I think we're happy with the one Super Bowl you know that's the that's the spirit of the Midwest is be be happy with the small things the Lord gives you. weren't two dudes scrapping in the stadium last week? People were didn't really fan, didn't a Chiefs fan knock another Chiefs fan out? Yeah, it's we're past rock bottom. That was rock bottom. Titans game was was just us sitting at the at the rock bottom and just kind of hanging out there, having a sandwich, resting up for the slow climb. Uh, to slightly sitting above on the, rock bottom. Sitting on the Rock of the Bay, that hit song. That said, I'm picking <clears> the Chiefs. I, I swore as I was watching us stink up the joint in Tennessee that what whoever we played that following week, I was going to bet against the Chiefs. But it's the Giants, and you can't. they are worse than us. We're beating up on the shitty NFC East teams, and that's just that's what we get this season is that small consolation prize here's my question do i play matt ryan or danny dimes danny dimes is not good matt ryan is good but you're right against the fucking panthers wow it's a fucked up here's what happens here's what happens when you put danny dimes on your bench whatever quarterback you've decided to play over him how it comes out hot but then somewhere around the – you're looking at the scores. The guy you started has about 10 points. In the third, you're like, hey, one more touchdown. I'll be feeling good. And then they get it. And then you look down at your bench. Danny Jones has five points. Halfway through the third quarter, you're like, man, this guy sucks. Next thing you know, your boy, whoever you're playing, just threw two picks. Daniel Jones has ran for 70 yards somehow. Mm-hmm. And he always ends up – with a tenth of a point more than whoever I play instead of him. 
It's disgusting that that's your options. Matt Ryan and Daniel Jones. I waited too long to draft a quarterback, and I was fucking – I just didn't know what to do. I say Daniel Jones, actually. Now that you've set it up that way, I see Danny Danny Dimes running on us Lamar style for over 100 yards and a tud Ooh. and probably throwing one or two to try to keep up in the fourth quarter with but the our problem is, resurgent. This is, the, this is a perfect Chiefs – Get right game. It's the NFC East. They're not good. Yeah. These aren't good football teams that they're playing. Should win. This is one of those games that, you know, the defense tricks themselves into, like, being prepared for. They're like, yeah. no, we're going to get it right this week. No, you're playing the Giants, bitch. You're not getting anything right. They're just the Giants. So are you picking the Chiefs? Yeah, I'm picking the Chiefs. Okay. Let's move into... This week's mailbag. You've got uh, mail. Every week, envelopes, packages, emails get sent to Sarula Football Headquarters, and we try to read only three of them a week. So, <laughs> sorry we don't get to more. Danny, do you have a letter? Yeah, you know, I was going to, I was really planning on picking one from the top of the bag this time, but my fingers just keep digging. They just can't mm-hmm. stop digging. And now we're at the bottom, and I've grabbed this letter. It is from, oh boy, we were just talking about him. Speak of the devil, Deshaun Watson. Here we go. Hey guys, love the show. I've had a lot of time recently to listen, and I've been laughing along to all your jokes about me. But that's all going to change soon, because I'm coming back. The trade rumors are heating up, and it looks like I'm going to have my choice of teams. There's so much interest in me, I have no idea where I'm going to end up. But I plan to do what I always do which is lie back and relax. I mean, really relax. All I can do is just dangle myself out there and let others handle me. Anyone who wants to reach out and try to grab me is more than welcome. In fact, the more the merrier. I'm hanging out, towel over my face, free in the breeze, hoping the right team understands what I want them to do. My agent says I'll be finished off before the trade deadline, so look out, NFL, and watch your eyes. Because I'm coming. Because I'm coming. Finished off. (laughs) Ah, Deshaun. God damn it. You can't say finished off. He's coming back. He's going to be in our lives very soon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. Can't wait to see him in Ashburn, Virginia. And we're going to have to see Al Michaels grapple with... What to do about that. Oh, fuck Al Michaels. I can't wait to see either of you who gets him grapple with it because one of you two yeah i don't want to think about that but hey keep listening to the show keep laughing at the jokes thanks to sean um i got a piece of mail here it is um this is from the headless horseman it reads hey guys big fan of the show i know everyone's getting real excited about halloween but i wanted to write in and let people know that i actually have a lot of history with the game of football in fact Little known fact, I invented the forward pass. It's common knowledge that I have a great arm, but did you know I was throwing footballs well before I ever started throwing pumpkins? The whole reason that happened was actually some bullshit. They wouldn't let me play because I would I didn't have a head. I got blackballed before cap because of that snitch in traitor Ichabod Crane. You know what? I'm getting a little riled up and I need to stop. So anyway, fuck Sleepy Hollow. Fuck Ichabod Crane. 
and fuck Roger Goodell. Have a happy Halloween, everybody. The Headless Horseman. This has been a very literary show. Hmm. You get an author on the show, you, you got to go for it. True. Yeah, it's true. I um, mean, you would think football, you know, you, you think not having a head might be good. Might be good. Yeah. I mean, no head injuries. Yeah, no CT. No targeting. Uh, I think he was right around the time football got invented, too. So he's up there in upstate New York. Uh, yeah, I didn't know. I, he's a ghost, so I guess he. it's possible that he's still around. But uh, Jamel, do you have a letter? You know what? I actually have a letter from Sleepy Hollow, New York as well. This comes to us from Ichabod Crane himself. Hey, guys. Hey, y'all. Huge fan of the show. Been listening since day one. And I just wanted to write in because I had a feeling that fucking coward, the headless horseman, was going to write in before me. And let me clear up a few things. We all started football together. And we wanted the Headless Horseman on our football team, but he fucking sucked. He came to tryouts. He wouldn't get off his horse. He wouldn't wear pads with the rest of us. He kept on his dumbass cape. Thought him not having a head would be great. Can't get a concussion. But he was still afraid. He tried to go on the field with a pumpkin. We told him just, our helmets are orange, dude. You don't need a pump. Just pretend that's a pumpkin. He was throwing people in the river. This shit is ridiculous. Don't ever have the headless horseman on your football team if you want to win. Signing off, Ichabod Crane. Wow. Very interesting. Yeah. I didn't realize that that was kind of the source of their tension. Yeah, it came from JV football tryouts. Uh, hey, final thoughts. It's Halloween weekend. This is my favorite. Personally, this is my favorite holiday. Uh, I really enjoy it. It has nothing to do with religion or family. It's just all about uh, getting creative and uh, feeling spooky, watching horror movies, and uh, getting, you know, watching the weather change, getting watching the trees die and the, the realm between the, the living and the spirit world is at its most thin. So if you want to reach out and uh, touch a ghost, now's the weekend. Or just touch your wife when she's looking hot dressed like Wednesday Adams. There you go. There you go. There it is. <clears throat> Danny, final thoughts. Yeah, uh, I guess I just saw an article. Sorry, my bad if the if the automatic sound that plays when I look at a football article popped up just a second ago, but... Uh, it's, it was a, an update about Deshaun Watson, which I guess we can just throw out. They agreed, Miami agreed to compensation, but apparently they will not do the deal until all of his legal issues are resolved. That just seems dumb. I think that's dumb. Where, yeah, how do you think They're never going to be resolved. Yeah, yeah it's not going to stop. It's idiotic and, uh, and smacks of hubris and, uh, Miami is a stupid place. So you guys unless, are really in the running now. Unless... They, they they break out the settlement money. Go ahead and settle up and then make the trade. Miami, if you're serious about Deshaun Watson, money talks. Unless these women wouldn't mind draft picks as compensation. Maybe that's what <laughs> Miami thinks. Stupid. Excuse me. As the, as the 20th masseuse we're paying, um, <laughs> we actually ran out of cash, but here's a sixth round pick. 
in the 2023 draft. Uh, uh, he'll do whatever you want and only what you want. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Jamel, final thoughts? My final thought is uh, take it easy on your friends who aren't good at costumes. I understand we're in L.A. This is the costume capital. Motherfuckers went to college for costuming. I get it. But everybody doesn't have that acumen. Some people just want to be your friend and drink a beer with you. Hopefully that's enough. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Sorry this is a two-hour show, people. Yeah, Halloween, super, let's super call it a spooktacular. Just... It's spooktabulous. Sorry. I'm sorry I said spooktabulous. My bad. <laughs> <laughs>